When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Steve Cohen put out on social media today, the owner of the Mets, the billionaire Wall Street mogul, billionaire Steve Cohen. Did you see this, Danny G? He is... The conference. Oh, oh yeah. I will be doing a press conference tomorrow. Don't worry, Mets fans. <laughs> I will be doing a press conference tomorrow before the game. You will get it from me straight. What is he going to say? Yeah, well, he's definitely going to pound on the uh, the podium just to really bring the point home. Whatever I mean, it is, he's going to say it adamantly. Thumb up like Bill Clinton. I pictured a Bill Clinton. No, thumb no, up. that's the Bob Dole. Like the, the, Bob, the, Dole. the Bob Dole, where your thumbs like <laughs> no, closed Bill on the. Bill Clinton did it too, though. Take, no. that, take that for data. Yeah, yeah. Bang on the podium a little bit. Uh, yeah, Bob Dole would have the thumb closed on the hand. Remember, like the. Hey, hey, you know Dole. what else you say? Or my name ain't. My name ain't. What's his name again? Uh, Steve Cohen. Steve, uh, my name is Steve Cohen. <laughs> so Steve Cohen has this big press conference tomorrow before the game where he will quote. Give it to you straight. Oh, he's giving it to us straight. So I started thinking, from a bigger perspective, what on earth? Can you imagine, by the way, Rich, you cry over spilled milk all the time when it comes to investments and things you pulled out of early and regrets in the stock market. Imagine putting $500 or whatever you put into this. Ah, I should have bought Netflix when it was in the hundreds. Now it's back to three or four hundred. Yeah, everyone has regrets. That's into the payroll. I don't even know. What did he pay for the team? He put so much money into this team. To watch him stink to the high heavens like this? Poor Steve Cohen. So I thought about this as a Mets fan, and I thought this would be a great opportunity. If you guys want to chime in, the number is 877-99 on Fox. I've come up with my top five things that I think Steve Cohen may announce tomorrow. Oh, boy. So this is a – Ramos, do you want to hit me up with some uh, drum rolls and numbers? You got that? I'm sorry to put you on the spot. But these – I've come up with 
Very, very David Letterman style. Remember his top ten? I got a top five. Rich's top five. And keep in mind, Rich knows how to do countdowns. He's the same Rich Davis from Pop 2K on Sirius XM. No, every every weekend on Sirius XM. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm counting them down. So Rich knows his countdowns. He's a modern day Casey Kasem. But I thought of Steve Cohen, and uh, as I said, the tweet said, he's going to give it to you straight. So here's the top five things that I think Steve Cohen will say. Next year, there'll be a Keith Hernandez promotional mustache night. Hell yeah! I've been waiting M- for Mustache that. night. Next year, yeah. mustache night, Keith oh, Hernandez. Man, that'll fix everything. Yeah. yeah. Announcing. Dude, that'll get the fans all yeah, fired up Keith again. Keith Hernandez mustache night next you know year. What? And I was ready to quit the Mets. Ow, I'm pulled right back in. Thanks, right. Steve Cohen. Number four. Number four, Mr. and Mrs. Met getting divorced. No! She was caught sliding into Zion Williamson's DMs. No! That's, that's, that's oh! Now, Mrs. Met scandal. I knew. I knew something was not right. Man. By the right. way, if you guys want to add to the list, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. These are the top no, five things. Don't. Top five things I could come up with. What the hell could Steve Cohen address? By the way, to actually, the public tomorrow. Can we rename this the top five things Rich farted out right before the show started? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Oh, and by the way, he paid two point four five billion oh! for the team. Oh, man, so, dude, this guy has every right to be furious right now. Because they're playing like like the Bad News Bears. They're playing like a really bad Little League team. So before tomorrow's game, you'll get a press conference from Steve Cohen where he shoots you straight. So uh, Keith Hernandez, mustache night. Oh, yeah. uh, number four was Mrs. Met cheating on Mr. Met. Next. Number three. Right next to Shake Shack, Vogel back ribs. Yeah! I got my ribs. Vogel back, Vogel back, Vogel back, Vogel back ribs. A, that, a nice addition to the the food concourse. That toad popped out to end the game yesterday, and you know I'm like, all right, come on, Vogel box. just let's put just a little weight into it. Put some put some oomph into that. Well, let's let's toad get a stool. Yeah, this this toad turd, whatever you want to call him, pops up, uh, and no one cares. No one pays to see this beefcake. Taking a walk. I know. I know he's got a high on base percentage or whatever, but it's the worst, like, dude. Put the bat on the ball. Let's nice. get back to the basics. I got, I got Vogelbach ribs. Vogelbach ribs. Num- number three. Let's move on. Number two. The seventh inning stretch will be replaced by a group tuffle shuffle. Yeah! Timmy Tuffle back in the day. Yeah. Well, little tuffle shuffle. Uh, 86 it. style. Dude. Do it. I've been doing the tuffle shuffle for as long as I was doing the uh, truffle shuffle. I love the tuffle shuffle. By the way, we were at a Mets game. True story. We had nice seats. We were working at SNY. And Rich was wearing a Timmy Tuffle Tuffle Shuffle t-shirt. I was. And Tim Tuffle's like, hey! Timmy Tuffle was the third base coach at the time. He goes, hey, get over here. Get over here. Nice shirt, I man. I like your shirt. I had a, I have a selfie with me and Timmy Tuffle. So it's about time he got his Tuffle Shuffle seventh inning stretch. All right, and uh, I got one final thing. By the way, how do you do the Tuffle Shuffle? I'll show you. All right, show me. Uh, one final thing. Steve Cohen could announce tomorrow night in his press conference. Number one. There's going to be a great city Bartolo race. Yeah! Where it's four people that dress up with big Bartolo cologne heads, and they just race very slowly around the outfield. You're like, are those big, are those five fat sausages? <laughs> no, no, no. The no. great city Bartolo race. Oh, well, I was close. All right, so. Oh, hey. man, that's going to be great, dude. Not quite sure what the hell Steve Cohen's going to say. On a real note, though, he's not going to get on the podium, Danny G, and be like, Book Showalter, you're fired. He's not going to pull a Vince McMahon. He's not going to be like Billy Epler. Yo, but Ouch. hold on. What if he just, like, loses it? Can you imagine the frustration? Like, because you're paying 
a lot of money and, and, for results. Yeah. Remember, he came in with all this positivity, like whatever you fans want, whatever the Mets want, we're getting. I'm here to spend money. We're here to win. He, He's spending all the money to put all these pieces together yeah. to get a stinkeroo of a product. He is a Mets fan, which is yeah. why he's a unique owner. He bought his team that he likes, so he's putting the money, the resources, no results, and you're right, at some point he's got to be frustrated, but if he's not, he's not going to get on... I picture on. him like the... Uh, remember the frustrated principal on Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> uh, why is this guy so mad? Yeah, it's like he's turning red. <laughs> and he doesn't know what to do. Remember that guy? Yeah, he's going to be all red and, and, and ready to shout at any moment. I'm going to tune into this. I just wonder, honestly, the boring answer is... Listen, the team's disappointed. I'm disappointed. I feel for you fans. I'm one of you. I'm the biggest Mets fan. I bought the team to change it around. No one could have expected this, but starting today, we put a new foot forward. Is it, is it a pep talk? Like, I can only imagine. What the hell could this guy say? You only put a new foot forward if somebody gets axed. Yeah. That's I the mean, other thing. That then, might be the real announcement. Maybe you it's know? a follow-up to a letting go Buck Walter. Look, there's too much of a rumbling too much rumblings to not address that. Buck Showalter? He's the problem? <sighs> no, I just did I'm excited about that Bartolo, I, great uh, Bartolo. Oh, the great Bartolo race? Yeah. That's going to be great. That's cooler than beat the freeze what, for what, sure. what about the group uh, tuffle shuffle during the seventh inning? Nah, I like no. the Bartolo race, man. That's great. Not the Vogel back ribs? Nah, I love that. Um, I wanna- so... So what your a, thoughts, Fox Sports Radio Nation, what, what a, is the big announcement? Is it going to be a shakeup like Danny G's insinuating? Uh, I don't think I don't think so. Here's why. I don't think you're going to have a press conference to announce that you're going to fire somebody, right? That someone's going to know. That would be in bad taste, no? To be like, I'm here to announce. Yeah, this is not Monday Buck Night Raw. Buck Showalter's fire. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, not going to happen. He's not going to strut down to the ring like Vince McMahon back in the day yeah, with his, like, you know, Conor McGregor strut. But maybe, like, I don't want to say the threat. Like, the thought of if things don't change, heads might roll. Yeah. He might make some this sort of statement like that. be like the like precursor. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But very interesting to think that the owner of the team has to have like a, a press conference to address how bad they are. Uh, Ray in Louisiana, you're on. Kavino and Rich. Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing? What's up, man? What, uh, what is hard to explain to a kid? Like, what is hard to believe when you weren't there to see it? Man, I got to say, I mean, I'm, I'm in my mid-40s right now, but if they would never know how cool – Vanilla Ice was back in the day. I agree. It's <laughs> a great example. It is. <laughs> I agree, man. That's a good one. That song, when you first heard it, you had to memorize that every line. That song was cool. The single was cool. Yeah. I don't know if he was uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, but the song was so cool. But there yeah, was a we... moment, though, where Robbie Van Winkle, I mean, you're right. He uh, Ray is right, because I'm in my early 40s. That we're around the same yeah. age. And there was a point where... Like, there was a respect for Vanilla Ice. He ended up, yeah, he was a bit of a goof, but... Well, when we all yeah, first that heard cool. that song in the mix, you know, guys were playing it on their turntables on FM stations, mm-hmm. doing mixes of new music. We thought it was a black dude. It so- kind of sounded like MC Shan. Yeah. So we, we didn't know. We didn't know it was a white dude from Florida. Every kid thought that was the coolest. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while DJ performs it. Uh, Sean in Sacramento, what's going on, man? Unless you were there, what's hard to explain to a younger kid? Like, you, you don't get it. You aren't there. 
Right, yo, my brother's in shock. Hey, I don't know if these kids will ever understand, man. First of all, a, a person, Howard Stern. I mean, we we used to stay yep. up late at night to watch this dude speak on the radio. His guests were just impeccable, and let's face it, he has shaped what radio is today. And to a larger point, staying up late trying to catch those dirty, raunchy shows, even those infomercials like Girls Gone Wild. These kids have instant access to their phones nowadays. Dude, that's my son. Oh, remember those, those, those are two Wild great on. examples. Wild on was on too, right after. Yeah, that. but those are two great examples because Howard Stern. You know, he went, he did AGT. You know, he's. 60, 70 years old now, still a legend, but people forget in his prime when he was breaking all the rules and FCC violations. King of all media. Yeah. It's shocking to me that a lot of kids don't know, but we've done the research. They really don't. Yeah. And uh, the other one, he's right. A lot of it does go back to like smutty things. Like, unfortunately, I think it's a bad thing that kids have such easy access to anything on their phones or iPads or tablets. You had to, again, Try to scheme a nudie magazine or scramble, you know, the cable box like you would see like a scrambled boob on the screen. Like that was, you Kids, lived a different you'll never life. Understand you lived Jenna a different James, life. Jenna Jameson in her prime. If you had to download a, a dirty picture someone sent you, it would take like 1%, 2%, 3%. It was a different life. There was more innocence yeah, to it, right? Like it felt. We're, we're just, and, and kids today are oversaturated with options and all yeah. these different things and. You know, seeing a boob just isn't the thrill it used to oh be. Oh, my God. Desensitized much, you think, some of these younger exactly, people? Exactly, exactly. The expectation that this stuff sets up? No bueno. All right, uh, let's say what's up to Sean in Florida. What's up, man? Kavino and Rich. Hey, what's going on? I I think people aren't going to remember um, how good Adrian Peterson really was back in the day. They, they don't talk about him much now. I don't think he gets the respect he deserves. Yeah, you know what? I'll be honest. The, he held a lot of records, the, too, man. The You're way right. he He's reprimanded his kids with the switch and the whole hitting thing, that sort of left a sour taste. I think that took away from people saying, oh, yeah, you mean one of the best running backs of the last 20 years? So, yeah, sometimes that personal stuff clouds the other stuff. Uh, Austin in Florida, what's up? Hey, guys. Uh, I'm going to say baseball in the late 90s, specifically the home run chase for the single-season record. Yo, no one yeah, gave insane. no one gave a crap that they were on steroids. We all look back like, stop it. We all turned a blind eye. We were like, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, as uh, Sammy Seusser. Who said that? That was what Ted the, Kennedy. Ted Kennedy, Sammy Seusser. A kid will ask you, too. Like, wait, so everybody knew they were on steroids? Like, yeah, but nobody cared. It was fun. <laughs> everybody was on steroids. Dudes I went to high school with were on steroids, so no one cared if athletes were on steroids. All the wrestlers, they were on steroids. <laughs> Everyone was roid raging. So you try to explain that to a kid. It's like, but so then why? Wait, but if everybody was on steroids, and you're like, eh. Yeah, but now we're acting all righteous kids. I like know. Now we're pretending like we didn't know. Like Guys like that saved the game of baseball or brought it to a new level, and we turned our backs on them. It was like, hey, you, know, you, could, th- you could say that baseball used those guys. And then once it, the once then they did the whole righteous thing. Groundbreakers, trailblazers, like we said, kids will never get it. But we did our best, and we do our best. We're we're all parents for the most part here, yeah. and we do our best to explain and pass it on as the best you could do. Now, something that honestly, when I see the numbers, Rich, and by the way, we're gonna need your phone calls now. If you want to play Iron Mike Trivia, oh, 877-99 on Fox. If you want to play for a bribery ball, multiple choice, just do some trivia, have some fun with us, win something for your kids, speaking to the kids. When you see Pete Rose's numbers, man, it's almost hard to like understand that this guy was that good. 
I mean, I know he played 150 years, but when you see like you're like over 4,000, it's like the conversation this week was: Will Freddie Freeman be able to get 3,000 hits? And if he does, no one else is going to come close in like another 20 something years if it ever happens again, because he's over 2,000 now. Right? Yeah. Isn't he over two thousand? And, and, and now you so got to talk about another is, thousand to right. get to three thousand. And he's still a young enough man. And if he keeps like, being Freddie Freeman, if he keeps being Freddie Freeman, he could do it. When you think about it from that perspective, that Pete Rose had over four thousand, you're like, man, what forty four hundred? Right? Something like that. So add another, right? It wasn't yeah, forty four four two five. Is it four? T- Spot? Can you look that up real quick? Four. How many? Exact number of hits Pete Rose had. Yeah, I have. Uh, he beat out Ty Cobb. Ty yeah. Cobb was the all-time leader. Then he beat him out. Yeah. So to keep this dude out of the Hall of Fame has always seemed a little odd to us. Like, yo, this dude bet on his team to win, and you got to realize where we are in today's world too, where gambling is like everything and everywhere, right? Yeah. It's like the punishment doesn't match the crime anymore. It really doesn't. I understood the precedence they had to set. But we're talking about the hit king. The How many guy. hit spot? Uh, four thousand two hundred and fifty-six. Oh, Damn, was, I think you I said were, that. Yeah, you did. You said four two. Yeah, four two five six. I have, on a personal note, an autograph Pete Rose. This is before he signed a billion autographs. Yeah. Four thousand two hundred fifty-six hit bat, like a commemorative <laughs> bat. I think now on any given day you can walk through a casino <laughs> in Vegas and get his autograph. <laughs> I right? know. I got a bat and ball for a Hall of Famer. I'll be honest. I, I, I'm in no means. Knocking Pete Rose. I'm a, I'm a fan. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. But there was a time where Cavino and I, Spot, you were with us. We were walking through, I believe, Caesars, because I remember that's where the ceiling is painted like clouds, right? Yeah. We went, there was like a, a memorabilia shop. Pete Rose was sitting there on a, we were there on a weekday, so it was an odd time anyway, but he was sitting there by himself, mm-hmm. like waiting to just sign some stuff. I'm like, man, that's this guy the hit king disrespected right there. right there. Disrespected. Well, look, his name. You could say you lie in the bed you make, right? Yeah, true. But his name was synonymous with gambling and some other controversies along the way. Pete Rose, when you truly get a feel of what he knows about baseball, that's also when you uh, you say to yourself, oh, wow, I respect him even more. You ever see him on one of those MLB TV studio shows? I have, yeah. And, he talks about hitting? And he grabs the bat from like, Another guy, he could grab the bat from like A-Rod or someone else in the studio, and he's like, see, when I would get an inside pitch, and he'd stand up, and just watching how he would stand in the batter's box, the way he's he would angle his bat, where he would put his how he would drop his hands or say, well, on that type of pitch, you would extend through. He is a baseball genius. That's how we old-timers that. talk about Ted Williams and his books and how he talked about hitting. You know, it's funny you guys talk about Pete Rose like that because I never thought of Pete Rose and the hitting side. I always was intrigued as a youth player that he just would run to first base. Like Oh, Charlie Hustle. Every time he walked, he would sprint and yeah. and I thought that was amazing. Like that's what even now today when I'm coaching, somebody walks, I just yell run. Well, yeah. what's what's it's your the, visual uh, though? What's it, like my visual of Pete Rose is him diving head first, the helmet's flying just, off, his floppy pumpkin pie haircut. But I'd never seen anybody on a walk just you would drop the bat and kind of jog the first he sprinted. And I've never seen that before when I was a kid. I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. I was yeah. You've got to respect that, uh, how he played the game. You know who does that now? And it, it, It's a little eye-rolly because it's like, all right, chill out, pal. But Brandon Nimmo on the Mets, the, you know, the, the crappy you know Mets that will probably end up in last place. <laughs> but Nimmo does. With like 800 hits. He Nimmo does hustle. Yeah, but that's leading by example, <laughs> yeah. man. And, and as a kid that collected baseball cards, you know, an 80s kid, 
I remember him being one of the last player managers that I could remember, right? Because that oh, sounds like, probably the last. Yeah, that sounds like something foreign to a, a kid today. Speaking of kids, wait, so he was a player and manager? Yeah, yeah. Because that really doesn't exist. Now get this. Here's the story. Pete Rose could get a little redemption. And it's kind of ironic because it has to do with gambling. I love this story. He and I'm, make, I'm, I'm actually rooting for it. He could make bank, according to headlines. And I don't know the exact totals here. And I'm not good with gambling, Rich. This is more your ballpark, pun intended. But he can make bank based on ceremonial wagers he made on the Reds to win the World Series when Ohio legalized sports betting. Now, Ohio said, who better than our own Pete Rose to place the first ever bet? Everybody else, welcome, Pete Rose. Oh, hey, everyone's me, Pete Rose. <laughs> he makes the first ever legal sports bet yeah. in the state of Ohio. And just to do the right thing, because he's a Cincinnati Red, you know, we know Big that Red way. machine. Threw some money on the Reds to win the World Series. And you can only imagine. Dude, how ironic would no it be? No one on planet Earth thought the Reds would be a competitor, a competing team this you, year. You got that Vato playing big. You got Ellie <laughs> De La Cruz. There one of the most exciting teams to watch. I mean, it's a still a long shot, but imagine if Pete Rose, after all this gambling, all this narrative, gets his redemption. The first bet in Ohio ever made, Pete Rose makes a ton of money. That would be one of the wildest stories. A guy whose career and name was tarnished because he gambled ends up winning big in gambling on the Reds to win the World Series in the first legal bet in Ohio. That's the side story that's developing that people have their well, eye on. We're just sharing it with you. I'll tell you what, that Central is not great, and I think the Reds have a legitimate chance. I know Dan Byers, Brewers, the Brew Crew are half a game ahead now, but that's going to be a battle the rest of the way. The Reds are young and exciting. They're selling more tickets than ever in Cincinnati, even though they're moving their game this weekend for Taylor Swift. And, and speaking of sprinting <laughs> down to first, Ramos... It happened over the weekend, and we weren't here. But Again, right? Ellie De La Cruz, well, not only with the cycle, but when you see him run out a ground ball into the infield, he's, beating, he's beating out like soft that ground balls. dude is so fast. It's ridiculous. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the 
challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. As far as cover songs, to do a cover song better than the original is tough when it's a legend, yes. right? So, so Smooth Criminal, you could argue Alien Ant Farm, better version. I think Joe Cocker, better version of With a Little Help from My Friends and the Beatles. I think that slow Wonder Years version is a better version. Definitely more soulful. What would you do? When you can make it your own and people forget the original, that's when you owned it. I got a random one that no one will ever say. I'm Your Boogeyman by White Zombie. Better than Casey in the Sunshine Band. Yeah, because it's doesn't it sound like a Rob Zombie White Zombie song? I'm your boogeyman, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, what is Casey in the Sunshine Band singing about? Well, we won't go into that. I've, but I've but a, it fits Rob Zombie more. You know, I have a picture of me from it's me and Casey from Casey in the Sunshine oh, really? Band. Oh, okay. I'm a, I was at Guy Fieri's tailgate before a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and I'm talking to this guy the whole time, and he's like, "Oh, Casey, nice to meet you." And as I'm leaving. Someone's like, you know who that is? I'm like, yeah, some dude Casey I'm talking to. Yeah, it's like, and the Sunshine Band. I'm like, oh, no way. <laughs> Gotta give it up, give it up. That guy. I'll give you a low five for that story. <laughs> <laughs> now, with that said, time for Tyson Trivia. Mike Tyson was a maniac. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Put an ear to this if you're a boxing brainiac. <laughs> Iron Mike Trivia. You can't touch me. You're not man enough. <laughs> 
yeah. Welcome in to oh, a hey Tyson Tuesday. Hey, wait, hey. CNR on hey, FSR. Who's the guy that met Casey? I want to shake his hand. Who oh, met? You, oh. oh my goodness, what a hey, story oh, that hey, was. Hey, Mike, oh, did, did you uh, <laughs> you like Casey from oh, Casey I, and the Sunshine? No, I, I, I'm just thrilled meeting you that you met Casey from Casey and the Sunshine. That's an amazing story. Oh. Amazing story. <laughs> Our, uh, broke Iron Mike in the studio now. Hey, guys. hey, hey Ramos. Hello, hey Mike. Guys. I can't believe it's Tuesday again. It's like, no. honestly, guys, where's my pay? Why, am I going to start getting paid for this to come here every Tuesday? No, you're on an internship. <laughs> right, let's, I, didn't let's, even get, I didn't even go to college to get internships. Uh, let's meet the contestants. Ten-time winner Rich Davis Yo. sitting right next to Iron Mike. Hey, Mike. And That's two, the guy that met Casey from Casey. <laughs> and he got a picture. I want to see it. He's already and a champ. To my right, eight-time winner, Dan Byer, closing in on Rich. Hey, hey. Moving on up. Two-time champ, Spotty Boy. Yeah, hi. Hey. This could be the third, I swear. And looking to win a CNR Nerf football in our studio lines. Byer, I'll use you for this. Lines one through six, pick one. Ooh, I'm a four. Oh. Four. That is Scott in Florida. What's up, Scott? Hey, I love the show. Oh, thank you, thank Scott. Thank you. I love you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, what do you do there in Florida? I'm a pastor in church here. What's that? I'm a pastor in a church. Oh, oh okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Extra watch our language here. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. The first Wait, con- can I tell him to close his ears? Because I had a joke. I was oh, going to oh, say. No, no, no. I just don't want. I don't want now I feel no, bad saying. I was going to say, hey, hey, Rich, who do you think was a tougher opponent? Evander Holyfield or Francois Botha? <laughs> oh. Uh, Bosa. Bosa. Both of these nuts. Oh, stop it. Oh, my gosh. All right. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry, Pastor. God, forgive us. All right, rules for Iron Mike trivia. The first contestant with two correct answers is the champ. If there's a tie, then we have a tiebreaker question. Your name is your buzzer, but you do have to wait until all three possible answers are read. If there's two wrong answers in a row, then we move on to the next question. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's Let's get it on. All right, Scott. Are you ready, Scott? Yep. Okay, round one. Last week I talked about my 1999 Francois Botha KO. Francois Botha. You guys know his last name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who did I pick for the loudspeaker that's my entrance music for that fight? Was it A, Mob Deep, B, Dr. Dre, or C, DMX? And by the way, this is when hip hop ruled. Oh. 1999. Rich. Uh, Rich. Mob Deep. No. Oh, Spot. Oh, Bayer got in there for the steal. I'm going to say DMX. Yes. Yeah. It was DMX's intro. Yes. That was going to be my guess. Really, By the that way, song blew up after that. I love that song. DMX was a wonderful man. Very beautiful man. Very underrated rapper. I pick him over Jay-Z. Oh. All right, oh, Bayer wow. on the board. We're going to go to round two now. Pastor, do you know a lot about hip-hop? Uh, just a smidge. Oh. <laughs> All right. How about autobiographies? <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, round two. Here we go. All right, perfect. In my autobiography, Undisputed Truth, how many girlfriends did I say I had at the same time? Oh. Were they A, 6, <laughs> B, 12, B12, or C, 20? Dan. Mm. I'm going to go 12. No. Oh. Rich. Rich. Oh. Six. No. What the? Oh, had, no. 20 girl. What? I was a very Mike. busy man. Mike. I was a very, very busy man. Mike. Little relationships going on at once. Mike, how did you do that? 
It was very, very tough, but somebody would, had to do it, Danny G. Would you like to ask the pastor for forgiveness? <laughs> uh, I'm very sorry, Pastor Scott. <laughs> Before I have sinned, but I had a good time doing so. Uh, Twenty. I mean, Mike. I mean, did you? You, you can only have gone one round with each of them, right? Oh, man. All right, we're gonna move on to round three. Round three. Who did I call a scared little man? Oh. Whether A. Dan Lebetard. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it be Floyd Mayweather or C. Peter McNeely, who did I call a scared little man? Dan. Buyer uh, for the win. I'm going to say C. No. Mm. Now, Peter McNeely talked a big game, but I taught him a, a quick lesson. Spot for the steal. Floyd Mayweather? Yes. Oh, Floyd Mayweather yes. always grandstanding. He's a tiny always, little man. He always let his yeah. ego get in the way. Very, very angry little man. But you know, that's how I was like, I always let my ego get in the way. But I was just a little boy. He's just a little boy. All right, on to round four. We got Spot and Buyer both on the board. Round four, I once famously said this about perfection. A, I watched my fights back on tape to make sure that I perfectly killed a man. B, perfection is when I achieve a perfect punch so that a man stays flat on his back. I once broke my back. Spinal. (laughs) I I know. Spinal. What do you mean? Or C, I'm addicted to perfection. Problem is, I was also addicted to chaos. Perfect chaos. Rich. I think C. Yes. Good answer. Nice. Rich on the board. Good answer. Three-way tie. As we go into round five. Good answer. Round five. Come on, Scott. Yeah, nice one, Rich. When Dan Lebertard got upset about our TV interview in 2013, who did he say it would take to make me smile happy? Say that again, Mike. When Dan Lebertard got upset <laughs> about our TV interview uh, in 2013, okay. who yeah. did he say it would take to make oh. me smile. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, Mike was a little tired during the interview. Whether A, a clown, like you, Rich, <laughs> like your Uncle Bozo, <laughs> B, a tap dancer, or C, Jimmy Kimmel? I'm going to say uh, Rich, uh, B, tap dancer. No. Oh, I think that's what makes you happy. Spot? <laughs> Spot for the win. A, a clown? No. Oh. I don't like clowns. Clowns are scary. Why Jimmy Kimmel? Oh, Jimmy Kimmel. Why? Because he makes me happy. He's, no. He's a very nice man. No. no. I like Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, we're going to have to go to sudden death oh, here. game yeah. that never ends. This is crazy, Ooh. guys. This is, this this is, is, I want to know if the pastor knows that he needs to say his name yeah. <laughs> to get in on the... All right, so... I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm listening. It's hard to hear, but I'm, I'm on you. I'm okay. all, all buzzing here. Well, this only includes the three that are on the board right I'm now. Really so, spot rich and buyer. Now, remember, yes. sudden death. So, no, no multiple choice. Just buzz in with your name. Okay. Okay. In 1990, Mike, take it away. In 1990, I beat who as the highest paid athlete in the world? 1990. Oh. It was a good year financially for me. But who did I beat? Sudden death there. Ooh. Highest paid athlete in the world. Highest paid athlete. I'll say. Buyer first. Get one crack at it. Yeah. Magic Johnson. No. The spot you, and rich. You beat this person. It's the highest paid athlete, 1990. Ooh, 1990. Joe, Joe Montana? No. Oh, that leaves the pressure on spot. <laughs> no. We narrowed it down. We eliminated uh, two yes. athletes. Out of a thousand. Yeah, <laughs> about it. 
fourteen thousand. This is like a nightmare. <laughs> I feel like I just woke up from a, I'm in a nightmare. And like I went missed school the whole year and I have to answer a test. I'll give you like an, a kind of hint. Like we talked about him a lot today. He came up. He comes up almost every day. Pete, oh, Pete Russ. <laughs> um, Let's see. I don't know. Pressure's on spot. No, I. Uh, this would be the first week ever we don't have a winner. I. Can I call a lifeline? I forfeit. <laughs> Wait, yeah, you can we, ask the pastor. So you said Magic Johnson. Yeah. I said Joe Montana. Montana. Highest paid athlete. Spot, you want to use a pastor as your lifeline? Can I? Uh, Jack Nicholas. I don't know. Oh, that's a good guess, but you're wrong. Ah. Uh, that's not Jordan. Yeah. Really? Michael oh, Jordan. Wow. Michael Jordan. Really? Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. The very wonderful man. 1990? Yes, 1990. Yes. Well, 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 I guess there's no winners. Sorry, guys. I guess you're right. <laughs> so, yeah. it's, kind of a, well, it's kind of anticlimactic. By, I guess I'll take the balls and go home then. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. I think sudden, sudden death, no. we should have to actually fight. Yeah. Oh. Bring, uh, bring that Nerf football back. We are going to mail that to the pastor in Florida. Yes. Scott. Yeah. There you oh, go. Scott. Congrats, buddy. All right. Thank Scott. you, guys. Thank you all. I love the show. Thanks, buddy. Thank you know you, what? Uh, that was that was anticlimactic. Yeah, uh, you know what it is? That that's a great question. Who did Mike Tyson surpass as the highest paid athlete? 1990. I love Dan Byer's guess of Magic Johnson because he had more history and tenure and and at that point championships. Michael yeah, Jordan nobody, had not had a championship. Nobody bought his Converse. Everyone was wearing Jordans. Yeah. He still had big contracts. Right, in Montana. I thought maybe the movie theaters, but I don't know if they were out then. Yeah, and Montana know? was fresh off of a couple Super Bowl. All right. Anyway, yeah. uh, Dan Byer, what's going on? Any uh, updates? Other Bye than guys. That? Bye Ramos. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos 
in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Two outs, runner at first, the 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, and all is right in the world, Tigers win, Tigers win, the national championship is headed back to Baton Rouge, a promise made and a promise kept by Tiger head coach Jay Johnson. Courtesy of LSU Sports Radio Network. LSU beats Florida Men's College World Series 18 to 4. It was a blowout. I had that game on. I was like, dang. They played big. It's the progressive play of the day. You know, I'm going to I'm doing a couple. We're we're gonna be on the air while I'm actually traveling. You know, it's summertime, so going to see some family for a couple days here and there. When I go to New York, I wanted to take my daughter to a Mets game, and now I'm thinking. I should probably wait till last minute to get tickets because they may just keep going down. Because if the Mets keep losing and they're not even a contender, it's Why don't one of those. Wait to see the announcement first before you buy tickets. Yeah, maybe maybe you I want to say uh, yeah, major discounts for families of four. Yeah, maybe maybe he maybe he'll confirm my suspicions that the great Bartolo Colon race <laughs> at the stadium or the group uh, Timmy Tuffle seventh inning stretch or. Maybe Keith Hernandez mustache night. We went over all that first hour. First hour we talked. They can't win. (laughs) It's it's sad to watch. We talked about Steve Cohen's big announcement tomorrow. First hour. So if you missed it, catch uh, it on the podcast. The Mets GM, Billy Epler, spoke today. And Billy. Sorry if you're not a Mets fan. It'll be quick. He just gave like an odd amount of confidence in the veteran players they have. And he goes, I still believe this team could sneak into the playoffs. They... They've had every bad break that could go against them. And he's like, I believe in Buck and the team. And, you know, the trade deadline's weeks away. Bucktown! And I just, you know, I guess you have to be positive. And there seems to be no indication that the Mets are going to move on from Buck Showalter or Billy Epler. So I guess you just got to look at it and say, they started the year losing Diaz in the World Baseball Classic. Scherzer with the sticky hand suspension. Verlander was injured at one point. The Mets have had some bad breaks, not to mention bad play. So... He's saying we have the talent. It's just they've done nothing. They, they've just done nothing right. So would that be change? Wouldn't it be really changing for no reason at that point? If you feel like you got the right people, yeah, it's just, you're just they, doing it for optics, just to show the fans that you're trying to shake it up. Yeah. I don't think Buck Showalter's the problem, but we'll see. Hey, speaking of baseball, Rich, there's one last story that I promised. I don't want to overpromise. Yeah. And under deliver. But the question is, would you try it? Pepsi? I mean, oh, okay. I didn't know what you meant. Uh, <laughs> it's like my, I'm not any, talking in the bedroom. I'm uh, talking what, condiments here. Because I, I would say, for my, if whatever my wife wants to try, I'm down for it. Wow. Oh, within a, reason. Yeah. Whoa. Because I'd hope, to, I'd hope to think if I ever have any odd requests, she'd say yes. I've seen your, like, uh, see her over there? I've seen your she, search no. history, man. <laughs> I'm going to send that clip to your wife. Hey. Pepsi created a cola-infused hot dog condiment. And it's coming to Detroit's Comerica Park. Hmm. The distinctive flavors and vibrant citrus blend of Pepsi enhances the bright and tangy characteristics of ketchup, hmm. offsetting the smokiness of the hot dog. Hmm. Ooh. 
So a lot of our friends and listeners, Colin Gillis sent us this. Would you be da- like? It sounds kind of good to me, yeah. and I think they're calling it like cola chup, like Pepsi cola chup. They need to work on the name. I know chup the, the name, of like of like ketchup. It has a different cola color. Chup. It's like a darker tint to it, but. I mean, you always have cola and a dog, yeah, or beer like a, and a dog, looks right? Like a barbecue sauce color. Yeah, it's like a barbecue sauce color. Yeah. I kind of vibe with this. I think I would give cola it a cola infused hot dog condiments. Yeah, think- Maybe that's Steve Cohen's big announcement tomorrow. <laughs> hey, <laughs> is it about Book Show Walter? No, no, no. Hey, at City Field, I know we're struggling, but we're introducing a new condiment: <laughs> cola chup. <laughs> cola chup. That's it. Who knew? Yeah, it's a uh, Dr Pepper chup. Oh man, oh, good one, Steve Cohen. Um, oh, it's probably good. You, cola I think you'd be surprised if you think of the pr- flavor profile of of cola of of Pepsi or Coke. I think it's interesting how base baseball has turned into the sport where they're taking all these experimental sort of chances in food. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. I like there's it. There's a be lot honest. of yeah. options. Like when the baseball season started this year, we talked about all the new items. Oh, and the one, I, the one I want to ch- uh, try the most. I haven't got a chance to hit South Beach, but Spot, you, are we going to check out the Cubano Gigante? Uh, the Cubano Gigante. <laughs> That's the sandwich. I think that was a show my Sign grandma watched. Me. No, that was Sabado Gigante. Oh, that's Sabado yeah. uh, Gigante? Yeah. Um, so yeah, the cola-infused ketchup is the new rage. Can we get some? Look out for it, especially if you're in Detroit. All right. Well, hey, listen, have a great Tuesday night. Appreciate you guys listening. It means a lot. Again, like I said, Danny G does a hell of a job putting together a best of podcast day every day. So if you miss any of the show, just download the podcast for free, the iHeartRadio app. And oh, remember, course, if you leave a review in Apple Podcasts, you qualify for a bribery ball for Nerf football. So right, we'll have a great Taco Tuesday, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Arrivederci, baby. We will see you in the promised land. Have a good night. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i'm saleha mosin and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.